0: The angels beckon me to heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Amen. This world is not our home. Amen. The people of this world are really not your friends. The same salvation that changed your life and made you who you are this morning can change their life. He's interested in you touching him this morning and him touching you and him ministering to you and him helping you. Welcome to Naked Pentecostalism. I'm your host, Isaac Coverstone. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Naked Pentecostalism. So today we want to get into the topic of uh, bias and how each of us are influenced by many factors that are uh, many times unconscious to us. So the topic came up in a recent uh, discussion on a Facebook group that I'm participating in occasionally called the Resurrection of Jesus study group, I think. Anyway, it's really designed to kind of compare the different arguments for and against uh, the resurrection of, of J- Jesus. But it's really interesting, you know, looking at the different perspectives of the people involved and, and what they're discussing, and what I brought up was, you know, we are very acclimated to the stories about the resurrection of Jesus here in, in the U.S., as well as probably a handful of other Western nations, because it's something that you grew up with and you've heard probably many times as, as a child and, and even more so as an adult because it's so closely uh, associated with our traditions of Christmas and our traditions of Easter. And these are recognized holidays and, and it's just in your face all the time. So it's like a very um, familiar story. And, and, and as, as such, we generally have a lot of people that just accept it. And it's a, it's a tradition in the same sense as the holidays are. Whereas, if you took an average uh, American or an average person in Italy or Germany or France or any of these other Western countries, and you just plunked down all of the theology around uh, Hinduism or Buddhism or Islam, they would not be as familiar, and thus there'd be this sort of a bias against the different uh, arguments and evidence in favor of those different religions because you you really have to start from scratch and you have to say uh that you know you have to overcome that that inherent uh, alienness or the unfamiliarity with those religions in order to even begin to assess whether they're true or not whereas a lot of people will apply the same standards to you know they'll apply one standard to to islam and buddhism and hinduism and say well those aren't believable those aren't um, those aren't really religions that have good reasons to believe in them but then if we apply that same standard that same skepticism towards christianity they would just say, "Oh no, no! This is this is totally historical. this is totally, um, you know, this is good, solid evidence for accepting these concepts." And the reverse is true. If if we if we went into a very heavily uh, Islamic country, you know, if you went down um, a major city in Saudi Arabia or Qatar or Iran, and you and you tried to push the concept of Christianity and, and show how it's more supported historically than, than Islam, you know, you'd be lucky to get out there with your skin intact because in that culture, they're heavily acclimated to Islam. They're heavily acclimated to Hinduism or whatever district you're in. So we have this, this concept of bias right? Depending on where you are born, what time uh, period that you're born in, and, you know, maybe even the socioeconomic status of your family, you will have a very different bias towards one religion or another, against any religion at all, etc., etc. So, the same applies to Pentecostalism. You know, I grew up this was the only option that you had <laughs> we had you didn't have a choice about which church you were going to go to you were born into a pentecostal family you're going to keep showing up there every day and that becomes your entire world that becomes your entire knowledge base for religion is what you are what is put in front of you you know what you are taught and so it's so hard to overcome that bias because you essentially have to throw out everything that you were taught growing up you have to start over again and it's a painful and difficult thing to do and so i don't think you know very many people do it necessarily in, until they reach this point where they're forced to where worlds are colliding and they have to reconcile these ideas um and and this is why there was so many efforts by the Pentecostal leadership to control the information we had available you know to keep us off the internet keep us off social media this was all an effort to enhance the bias towards Pentecostalism being true Versus, um, I, I think it's easier to overcome the bias once you've, like, um, I, once you've kind of analyzed all these different other religions. It's easier to have perspective and to kind of weigh them against each other. But a person that grows up with no knowledge at all of anything else, I mean, they're, they're just going to be fighting uphill the entire way and it's certainly possible it, and there's plenty of people that are breaking out of these religions and they're and they're learning to change and overcome that bias but i think before the internet it was much much more difficult and so we're we're in a time period where information is so easily available now that pace is accelerating and we're seeing more and more people rejecting the extreme religions and hopefully that trend continues and we we have more people that are willing to critically analyze their own you know the psychological impact that has been placed on them from from a child and from young adult and on up and start to really compare you know their experience versus someone else in a different country or a different upbringing. You know, we, we take Santa Claus for granted because that's just stories we've grown up with. And it's, it's every single year we're seeing all this consumerism and displays and stories and lighted blow up balloons and everything else. But it would be completely alien, you know, to someone from another culture, another country, and so I think the more we understand that, the more it helps us to, to not only dig into our own mentality and, and what we what we are taught growing up, but it also helps us to have empathy, to understand someone else's position. You know, when, when we're in this study group for the resurrection of Jesus, I understand that for a lot of these people, like, this is their entire life, and... And they're very committed to maintaining that. So, you know, we try not to be too harsh and and try not to judge people that are that are wrapped up in that because really, you know, this is this is a process that you have to be I think you have to have motivation to to break loose of it. Like if a person has a good paying job as a as a minister or a pastor, as a youth leader, they have a lot of friends and family built up in it. They have almost no motivation to question their bias, to 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 break out of it, to critically analyze the arguments for their religion, and this applies to to all denominations. It's not just Pentecostalism, but but Baptists and Catholics and Lutherans and Presbyterians, just all the way on down. So, how do we overcome bias? How do we get past this unconscious um, block that keeps us from from really critically analyzing ourselves and where we come from and what we're doing? I don't know. I you know some people succeed and some people don't. I think part of that is is like how much they're willing to distance themselves from their own emotions maybe certain kinds of people um you know on the neurological spectrum have different abilities that way Uh, some people are very emotional they're very um tied in with with feeling like they're connected to that religion and so it's very difficult to separate that whereas some people are very clinical they're very detached and objective by nature and maybe they have an easier time to to separate that emotion to separate their um you know their their bonds with that tradition and that 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 history and they can they can break loose but i don't think anybody has a really good solution for it you know right now we're just starting to understand how the human brain works and how the human psychology uh, operates so this is this is the bleeding edge of behavioral science and behavioral studies and trying to you know trying to understand why we are the way we are and i think over time we're eventually going to make some progress on that but for the moment I think we just have to understand that people are going to have a difficult time to to change, you know, an entire lifestyle. So, you know, for the people that still have family members that are in it, and people that are uh, trying to maintain friendships that are still inside the religion, it just takes patience. You have to just sit back and wait, and sometimes that means you have to cut off contact. You have to just walk away because it's it's not worth the headache. Of trying to have these conversations and relationships with with people inside, because you know you're you're going to be approaching it from one perspective, they're approaching it from another, and you're going to be talking past each other rather frequently. So bias affects so many things in our lives, and if we understand it more closely, maybe that will help us to overcome it but yeah really it 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 plays such a huge factor in religion and i just wanted to bring it up and and discuss it briefly and kind of share my thoughts on it um hopefully yeah hopefully at some point we find a way to kind of how to to talk to someone and get past that i'm not an expert on the subject so i'm not going to try to go down that road but it's definitely a fascinating area of discussion and I think it it plays such a big part in both getting out of Pentecostalism and helping others to get out of it as well. So yeah. Uh, just a quick quick little episode about this topic I find really interesting. But hopefully everyone is having a good 2023 so far. And be sure to be sure to subscribe, share the episode with your friends and family and Drop by and uh, follow me on Facebook or Instagram, and also check out the TikTok channel. Um, it's under Naked Pentecostalism. TikTok is kind of the new platform for young people and millennials, so very excited to see the response on that uh, channel. But um, anyway, have a great one, guys. We'll see you the next time. God's able to work out the trouble in your life. He's able to work out the problems that you deal with. God loves you. God cares about you. God's going to change.